This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hi everyone, happy Monday. Hi Lisa, how are you? (laughs) I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Seen better days. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Pete Murray. (laughs) Seen better days. No, I'm great. Okay, Thanks for good. asking. Good. <laughs> My memory is shot at the moment. I thought Lisa was arriving this afternoon and it turns out she just rocked up. You drove into the driveway and I was like... And I saw it coming. Wow, that Volkswagen's really confident that, that this is their house. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's Lisa. Yeah. I was like, I'm working 2 till 10 tomorrow, so I'll be there at 11. And she was like, I thought you were coming at 3. And I'm like, no, that's when my work meeting is. She was like, but you're working 10 till 2. I'm like, no, 2 till 10, coming at 11. It's work not my fault that you work hours that are outside of normal hours. Like, mm-hmm. you know, 10 till 2 in my defense seems more normal than 2 till 10. Anyway. True. Let, let me not justify my brain at the moment. Yeah. Full of mush. We have so much beauty news to cover this week. Mm. And... Personal news, Lisa has a new dog, Foster. Oh, you're uh, preempting it. Who might be called Dexter, but we're unsure. <laughs> so Find out on Instagram today and we'll tell you what the dog's name is. Yeah, probably. We will with a cute photo. Cute. He's a stray, so he's going to be really wild. Oh, Ten-month-old wow. stray. Always lived on the streets? Yeah, with his sister. And I'll, then I'll be separating them. Oh, stop. It's okay, he'll have Watson, <sighs> who bond cry. instantly to her. I'm going to cry. Also, sorry, we're on a bed, so it's going to be crackly today. We're on a bed and Lisa's sniffly. I'm so sniffly. There's so many toast hairs in my lungs <laughs> and my airways. This is what happens when we record on my domain. Yeah. All right, let's get into beauty news. Uh, that's the tea on that. Um, you've written down here that Urban Decay have a new ultraviolet palette. They do. And I cannot make up my mind on if it's hideous or if I love it. Let's it's see a picture of it. Largely half violety, purpley, blue tones. And then the other half is actually quite neutral, which I think was clever mm. to make it a little bit more wearable. Well, it's the mistake that they've often made in their palettes. It's a classic palette for old school eye color charts. And it's like, purples look great on brown eyes. Yeah. This but is... browns also look nice on brown eyes. Mm. Yeah. Well, the thing with this palette is I do feel like you could sell it to browns because purple's nice on browns, but purple is also nice on green and blue. Mm. Probably better on green and brown than blue, yeah. but it's still nice on blue. So you can definitely con people in with the whole color theory. It's kind of ugly, but I then when you it... break it down, it's like kind of beautiful. Yeah, I like some of the like color stories that you can make from it, but I'm a little bit thrown by the fact that two of the browns are duochrome. Yeah, I also think that looking at it, it would be so much more beautiful if there wasn't just a random shimmery white in the middle of the palette. Yeah, so true. Breaks it up really awkwardly. And I will say there's not as many mattes as Urban Decay have been doing in their past palettes, but Mm. I'm suspecting that's because it's a purple palette and making a matte purple is impossible. And some of those you can probably buff out to appear more matte because like the shimmer will buff away. I mean, it's very on trend, like this light lilac-y mm. themed situation. It's yeah. really pretty and uh, I'm torn on it. It's ugly but beautiful. Did you also see their new 
Lash Freak Mascara. I tagged you in this earlier this week oh, with a picture of a caterpillar emoji because that's what it looks like. Ew, why? The brush looks like a caterpillar. No, I know. It's but green why? and spiky. Uh, it's meant to be like it's got this weird like bulbous spiky end on it because it's meant to help you get your bottom lashes. Yeah, which I get. It looks like a Venus flytrap. It does. Yeah, it's a good um, better analogy than a caterpillar. I get the spiky ball. But I know from past experience, because it's on the gimme, uh, what was that? Roller lash? No, the one before that from Benefit, oh. the really popular mascara. I used to use it. I used to use it too, but I think that had a ball on it and I just poked myself too many yeah. times. It's a rubbery rond, which... Rond? Every... <laughs> rubbery rond. <laughs> Wubbery rond, <laughs> which all three of us at the podcast here despise. Yep. And Spiky Ball, I know that I'll stab myself, so it's a no from me. It's a no from me too. Also, is it a weirdly small tube? Yeah, or... why? Or is the lid just Huge. disproportionately long? Because, yeah, Can't I agree. Tell. It looks like a mini size. Gross. Yeah. Anyway, that's it from Urban Decay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Urban Decay. Like, pull your head in though. Get <laughs> Pull your head in. Like, just be Oh my goodness. Be I have two pieces of Desi slash baby news, which is going to segue us into some more news, which mm. is that, first of all, Desi announced that she's having a baby boy. How exciting for everyone playing along at home and not following her journey yourself. You're welcome. Well, people are doing that because Brenton's sister said that she was at work and people were talking about Desi Perkins. Oh. And they were like, do you follow Desi Perkins? And she was like, is she pregnant? And they were like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I love that we can help people participate in conversations so they feel cool at work. I yes. love that. Not that we're cool. God. No. Anyway, uh, also, she's revealed this week for you, Abby. <laughs> okay, so Abby keeping up at work in the tea room. Um, she's revealed that she's finally about to launch her brand, which is really exciting. She wanted to get it all finalized before Le Bebe comes along. And we don't know what the brand is. We have no clue what it is. She said that she's going to reveal more about it soon. She said, what did she say? Baby's on the way. We're ready for the journey. Holy moly. Um, I suspect it's going to be clothes, like a clothing range in her tones because she really loved doing the key eyewear collabs and she's not doing them anymore, mm. which lends me to think that she might be doing accessories yeah. or clothing or something Something that was like a conflict. That. Yep. Yep. Agreed. And <laughs> on baby news, yes. on miracle baby news... Raw Beauty Christie, who you may know from internet fame or simply our sound grabs all the time. Yes. Am I orange? <laughs> yes. Or what is this sorcery? Yeah. What kind of sorcery is this? Yes. There you go. Um, has struggled with infertility for like... T- 15 years. Yeah. It's like a really long time. Um, yeah. And At she's least 10. And she is having an, a baby. A surprise baby. A real, a real life baby <laughs> conceived naturally. It's a miracle. She said that she like doesn't even have a proper cycle, so she doesn't know how she got pregnant. Yeah, it's really amazing. I can't wait. Ugh, I to need hear, more information. Yeah. This was launched like an hour before we recorded. Recorded. So we're very excited about it. I can't wait to hear. She said she's doing an in-depth Q and A, and God Almighty, I hope that there's like doctor anecdotes in there, or like my doctor said that it might be this because like I just have to understand how it's possible. Same, and I'm sure she'll talk about it. Oh, I'm going to save that one for the treadmill. I'm going to run my little heart out. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, in non-beauty news. Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm just going to throw it in. Because it's... speaking of treadmill, I am slim pickings for treadmill content because 
Bon Appetit. Have you seen the scandal about Bon Appetit? No. Oh my god. Bon Appetit has stopped all content because their editor in chief, Adam Rappaport, had a photo in brown face and then oh. things were and then he stood down and it was exposed that he wasn't paying any of these people of colour to be on the videos and there's all this pay inequity and it's horrific and they're having a complete overhaul. Oh no. Which is terrible, but also I can't wait for them to like bring in some new faces and do new stuff and be better. But selfishly, in the meantime, I have no content. Yeah. I listen to the podcast and I watch the videos all the time. So I'm really dry. Absolutely dry. What about all of the interviews that people on the show have done on other podcasts? Oh, I don't know if they're that famous. Because they're their own news public... Like, Well, I sent you the... They did... Um, Alison Roman did Hillary Kerr. Yeah, I've already listened to that. Oh. And now I'm just moving on to New York Times cooking because they're, they've got some better diversity anyway. Okay. So yeah... That's good non-beauty news. Yeah, all of you out there that are bonapetitas, I'm with you. I'm feeling, I'm feeling lost. <laughs> uh, you wrote in here, Dior skincare. Tell yeah. us about that. So I learned this from In The Fro on her vlog the other day, but she said that the Dior Capture Total range, which was a real premium, premium range, have dropped their price by over half on some wow. items. Uh, reformulating and repackaging and are totally sort of remarketing into that premium tier versus like ultimate luxury. luxury. Yeah, I was wondering exactly that. I thought, have they been called out for like not producing high enough quality products and therefore are dropping the prices to reflect that? Or I think it... they weren't selling. Yeah. I think they were trying to be a La Mer, but they didn't have And that makes sense. The rep. I mean, they've just bought out their whole backstage range, which is meant to be more... Oh, yeah. With their colour. Mm, achievable, relatable, backstage and, beauty style. And I think their colour does well. And they're probably being like, why is our colour selling so well and our skincare not? Because we're reaching different demographics. So. Yeah, that's so true. Like, when I look at all the influencers who got seeded the backstage range, I was... It didn't feel like a stretch for them to be using it. And no. also, I was like, that's the sort of stuff that maybe I could be interested in buying and trying, even though I've never considered Dior Beauty before. Yes. And then if I saw them, though, using a $500 skin cream and saying that they loved it, I'd be like, mm, that's not as believable. Yeah. Maybe there's something in there about um, influencers only really being able to spruik to like a certain price point for their following as well. Potentially. Um, I know that... In the Fro and Amelia Liana have talked about that range before. So mm-hmm. they have definitely been pushing it to those really bougie. Yeah. Probably people like um, Lydia, Elise Millen and all those ones that are really luxury. And mm-hmm. so they probably could sell it. Like to that buy, they all do a lot with buy Terry and stuff mm-hmm. like that bougie customer. But I just feel like they're seeing a surge in their makeup in that sort of expensive but affordable yeah. price point. Sephora, like you can buy it in Sephora. Yeah. Like versus... Tom Ford style price point as opposed to like, yeah. or is it even? No, it's, I think it's less. less. Yeah. And yeah, now they're going with the rest of the like Sunday Riley kind of vibe prices. Yeah. Mark so. Jacobs prices. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And... Very interesting. And also I noticed that on Sephora's new, that all the things that were new in Sephora this week, all of the Dior skincare is out of stock. So... Yes. So probably because they are reformulating or create or repackaging and creating the illusion that they're doing it so that the people that have been paying double the price see it Mm. as now a cheaper range do you know what i mean like they can't just reprice it because then it's like 
why, 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 why did the I price? spend this much money for yeah. so long? So, so true. Yeah, very interesting. Speaking of bougie skincare, Charlotte Tilbury have launched the Magic Cream Light. Yeah. Not much to really say about that. Last week we covered Glossier doing their priming moisturizer in a light version. And it's this is it's the exact summer same in deal. the US. They just, they're bringing out all the lightweight versions of things. So true. Which makes sense. I'd kill for some summer. It's got SPF 20 in it, but you know, by US standards. So do we believe it? Probably not. And it's a 50 mil like pump. Mm. moisturizer as opposed to being in like a pot like their other magic cream yes which which i guess depends on the texture yeah yeah and it says that it's going to give you a mattified look and it helps with uva uvb and it has a blue light filter in it too apparently and we talked about that a very long time ago all bloody sunscreens do yeah and also all antioxidants yeah great great look at us (laughs) still holding true with our facts dr dennis have launched a melting cleanser it's at mecca I couldn't find it on the Dr. Dennis or the American website, so I was a bit confused. What do you mean by a melting cleanser? Is it an oil? It's their first step cleanse. Wow. Yep. That's very exciting. I believe it's out at Mecca now. And I think it's great because we love Dr. Dennis. We love a lot of Dr. Dennis's products. We mm-hmm. love his cleanser. But there is not an appropriate yeah. uh, first cleanse for it's me. his Hyaluronic Marine Melt Away Cleanser. According right. to the Mecca website. And the rest of the hyaluronic range is really, really lightweight. So yeah. I think it's, again, going to be a great Ooh. gateway drug for the combo oily people that like that hyaluronic range to then start using a more oil-based cleanser. Totally. And shout oh, it's out water-based, to One True Love. It's got kiwi fruit extract in it. Oh, I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> it is water-based, so I guess I'll it's keep you regular. more <laughs> jelly-like. It's aloe, yeah, it's got a lot of aloe in it, which makes me think it, think it will be more gel-based. Mm. So, oh well, if it claims to remove your makeup, mm. we will try it as a product of the week. I think that seems sure. a, a very product of the week thing for us to try. Let's. Yeah, it's oil-free. The fuck? Oh my god, good for eyelash extensions wearers that need to remove makeup but not ruin their lashes. So true. And if it does remove makeup. It's only $48. It's really not that expensive. No. All right. Let's try it as a product of the week. I'm excited, but I am fearful that I will not like it. <laughs> um, Patrick Tarr has launched some new newness this week, which is exciting. He's added new some... newness as opposed to old newness. Yes. Didn't uh... you know? It's a new thing. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> uh, so it's the Major Headlines Collection, which is bold, iconic colors for all skin tones. Mm. So I really like the names of the lippies, which are, oh, she's single. She must be new. She's not from here, and that's why she's late. And then the lip crayons have got, she's that girl. She's so LA. She's so different. And do we know her? I I really like Patrick Tarr's product names. I think they're cute. But So lipsticks and the So lipsticks, lip crayons, which are, I think, kind of like lip pencils, but they've got quite a thick tip on them. Like, you could definitely use them as a lipstick in pencil form. And they, they look angled. Kind mm. of like the by Terry and the Hourglass yes. ones, but if they had a smaller tip. Yeah. Well, I actually think that I like that. The packaging is beautiful. They look like ombre black, black stars. stars. I agree. So cute. And then uh, cheek duos and lipsticks. So all in tonal collections, which is really lovely. Are they a mix of cream and powder? Yes. That freaks me out because... The, cream, can, the powders would get in the creams. Yeah. And also who uses a different, like you can have to use a different brush for both of those products, which just seems weird to... But you to... would use a different brush for your cream... Cream and powder blushes anyway. I agree, but it just or would seems... would you just a, stick your fingers in the it cream? It just seems a faff to 
use different brushes within the same compact. I don't know. The bronzer looks nice. It's quite deep too. Well, it's not a bronzer. It's a cheek color for a deep skin tone. But is it? It's because probably not got enough warmth to yeah. give a deep skin tone color. But by that, by doing it this way and just releasing colors, it's like, well, you can use whatever you want on whatever skin tone you want for whatever contoury look you want. Very true. That's the shades of the lippies Ooh. and the lip liners. Lip nice. Pencils. Yeah. Really pretty. Really pretty. Love what Patrick Tara is bringing. Like, mm. I just think they're nice products. I have not bought a single item, but I love his work. Yes. Same. No, I love the vibe. We should why. try harder. We should. <laughs> uh, new go-to minis also this week, which is a big deal because people want to buy the whole collection mm. and try mini versions of them. And people are obsessed with minis. So they froth over it. The second they sold out at Christmas, people wanted more and they've been waiting until now. Yeah. And so it's basically just a collection of their collection in mini form. A collection of their collection. What more is there to say? Thank you so much. If you point out all of the things that I say that are stupid this episode, it's going to be a long ass. It's going to make up a whole nother episode in itself. Oh, I also wanted to touch on the fact that the Dyson Corral, which is their new straightener, is now in stock in Australian stores. So it's in Sephora Australia and on Adore Beauty. I'm touching on the glass glow from Kevin Aquan that Alex had as a favourite. Ow, I bit my tongue. Ow. Um, in the episode when we had Elizabeth Makeup Artist on, they've got new shades of those. They're out now. Um, what else was there to talk about? Is that everything? That's it. That's beauty news. That's a good beauty That's news. enough of it. That's like over 15 minutes. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the product that we tried this week, which is... I am the... Which has obviously been tried for longer than a week because you've heard of Alex's struggles. And I guess it's a product of the month because you, you have to try it yeah. for longer than a week. We couldn't have given you our opinions in only a week. It would no. have been physically impossible for us to do that. So product of the month has been I am the, which we bought from... Jamie at Brow House, a.k.a. the best brow person in the world. Brow lamination queen. So I Envy is, they call themselves a lash conditioner. And it's a, uh, it's, a it's an eyelash growth serum, really. Yeah. yeah. It's in a little tube. It's got a little brush on the end of it. And you paint it onto your eyelids like you would apply an eyeliner on top of your lash line. Yes. And it is intended to help your eyelashes grow. I feel like when I first started using it, it gave me a little bit of sensitivity around my eyes. And sometimes it still does 
if I like open them too fast afterwards, but mm. I think you definitely build a tolerance to it. It's a bit zesty the first time you do it, but I agree. Yeah. It's nowhere near as burning as lilash, which uh. burnt me every day that I used it. Like you didn't mm. build up a tolerance to it. And it gave me that like purple liner vibe. Yes. This definitely gives some people purple liner. It a hundred percent gives our friend Ash Fenton purple liner. She like constantly has a purple line on her. It like really suits her. Though. It looks so good. I like it. It's worth like, even if she got no lash growth from it, I think she should use it for the purple irritation line. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they reckon that a tube will last you five months and that you should start to receive, see results about three months in three months. Okay. Well I've been using it for two and a half weeks and I'm already seeing results. Yes. And Alex has noticed the results on me, so it's not just in my head. Yeah. There wasn't as much information with the INV as I got with Lilash, and I don't know whether that's because it's a better marketed product with Lilash, or if INV, you just have to, like, dig a bit more. Mm. But... It's all quite underground, too. Like, you can't find the price of it anywhere. You have to, like, DM for the price. It's a bit MLM. It is a little bit, isn't it? I think it probably is an MLM. Oh, good God. But it's a good one because it works. <laughs> well, yeah, if it works. Um, but the thing with Lilash, they say that you start to see results in the first couple of weeks and then your results sort of t- seem to taper off and then your lashes really get going again around like the two-month mark. So I feel okay. like that might be similar to what's happened to me with INV. Yeah, so please just summarize briefly your roller coaster journey. <laughs> so I started out having come off the back of using lilash which i think may have been not a mistake but something to be aware of if Mm -hmm. you're using another lash growth serum i started using inv and found that it thickened up my lashes quite well in the first couple of weeks and i was like oh what a delight look at my lashes they're so thick everything's great and then i started to get some really Mm -hmm. high achieving eyelashes (laughs) just two (laughs) (laughs) no it turned out to be like four okay that a handful (laughs) that grew extremely long Mm. on one of my eyes and I got like one or two that grew long on the other eye as well and gave my eyelashes a really haphazard uncontrolled look (laughs) I wasn't even able to control them which is the key like I really feel for people with really long eyelashes I know it's the first world problem to have but they're very unmanageable Mm. and they looked unruly in a bad way yeah, and but they were also really sparse. Like my uh, yeah. my eyelashes were falling out around that you know one month mark. I would say it felt like I lost all of my volume. Volume, my length was all over the place, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if I should keep pushing on. But I pushed on for another what two weeks. I'd say it's definitely. But I saw you last week, and I did say they were looking better, but they were still fucked up. And I just can't believe that they're now totally normal looking and quite long. Mm-hmm. And it's only been one week where all of the individual lashes between all the sparseness came from. Yeah, I don't know where they came from either, but yeah, it really went from really horrible to even worse to okay to I'm totally Better than fine before now. now. Yeah, yes. so I think I'm like, yeah, it took me, it was like a four-week growth period that I've come through. Whew. I know, and it's really hard to keep track during isolation because I just don't know what week we're up to. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you don't even know what time it is or you started, where I work. You started using INV and like, what, a week in, yeah. I said to you, I was like, your lashes are great today. What is that? We've got it recorded on the podcast and you said that you were wearing damn girl mascara. Yeah. But re- in reality, it was not. Well, yeah, it was damn girl plus INV. Mm. Um, they're still looking great. They definitely seem slightly thicker and slightly longer and it has only been... Probably like 20 days of use, I would say. Yeah. So 
very fabulous. I'm also using it on my eyebrows, oh. desperately hoping that it will bring about some... Because look how good this eyebrow is. Mm, but this, this eyebrow is shit. It's so, not shit. It's not shit, but it's not... It's no righty. <laughs> lefty is no righty, that is for sure. Are you sleeping on lefty? Oh, I do. Mm, mm, I absolutely do. Yeah, so I'm interested to see whether you also go through the four-week cycle of hell. Uh, it should be coming up soon if it is, mm. but I don't think that you will. Your lashes seem to be very resilient at this point. I was going to say, I think I've got more lash to start out with than yeah. you and probably more resilient <laughs> so hair growth. So let's let's see how we go. So true. But I would recommend, particularly, I feel like they feel nice and soft and plush, mine. So I do really feel like they'd be great on t- in terms of the conditioning side for those yeah. who have come out of isolation, not been able to get their lashes done and have decided that now is the time to regrow and get rid of the fake lash addiction and grow some of your own. I do definitely think if you're coming off eyelash extensions that this is a great product and Mm. you should definitely buy it if you feel very bald. (laughs) Yeah. And I also think it's a great alternative for people that maybe have decent – like I've already got decent-ish lashes and I've seen improvements – but have decent lashes and are thinking about lash extensions but don't know if they've got the commitment because mm. it's expensive and you've got to go like every two and a half weeks. If you do IMV and a lash lift and a yeah. tint, I think that you would see such great results and you'd be getting that, oh my God, are they fake lashes? Yeah. Question from people without having the high maintenance and price point of lash extensions. Yeah, and also without having the worry of them looking shit when you get to the end of that every other week situation. That's very true. Uh, we should say that IMV, because there's so much mystery around it, it costs like, what, $120? Yeah. And it's meant to last five months, like we said. So in terms of the price for eyelash extensions, you're paying about 100 bucks every time you... At least, every time you get them, which yeah is probably minimum Wait, three actually, weeks. I think refills can be cheaper, but you'd be paying 100 bucks a month, let's say, yes, on because, average. Yeah, 100 bucks a month, for sure. So cheaper on that. And then a lash lift lasts normally about three months, doesn't it? And Does is normally... It? I've never had one. I think so. And is normally about 100-ish bucks. Yeah. So you're coming out on top. Just. But yeah, you are. And also they're your own lashes and be proud of them. <laughs> yeah. And you can wear mascara and rub your eyes and shit. Yeah. Way if you were going to go on like a beach holiday or like go to Europe and mm. you wanted to look good on the beach for a long time. Not People that anyone's get lash extensions anywhere. for that. Yeah. You're doing the wrong thing. So true. Ugh. Don't get lash extensions. Try INV in advance. Yes. Prepare. Yes. Put in the hard yards now for yes. your overseas adventure in six months. When or you start panic dieting and shredding and doing all of the other chaotic things that you do because you think that you're not beautiful enough to go to a fucking beach. Yes. Get your get your lash serum going. <laughs> and <you buy> add, <laughs> add to that chaotic list of things to make yourself yeah. feel better. When you with order this. <laughs> when you order your skinny tea, you can get your lash serum. Oh my god, we're horrible. Please don't. I'm bullying you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> What's your beauty fave this week? My beauty fave this week is Bare Minerals Complexion Rescue. Ah, Good luck buying that. Oh, is it gone? No, it's just so out of stock right now. Oh, sorry, everyone. I love it and I ran out and I now have some more and it's the best tinted moisturizer ever. It's like it cosmetic CC cream, but moussier. And way less coverage. Way less coverage, but great. But in a good way. Mm. Yeah, it's great. Do you find... um, there's a weird proportion of people that report balling. I feel like 30% of people find that it balls on them, but it must be whatever you're using with it. But it has a propensity to ball. I've never had a balling issue, though. 
I did spend a lot of time crying earlier this week and I did find that my tears may have made it balls. (laughs) (laughs) I think my tears made it ball, come to think of it, because I remember like wiping tears off my face in a dramatic way and and yeah, it lifting. Well. It did, oh god, no! It didn't last three tears. Don't be no. silly. Neither does Laura Mercier. Laura Mercier literally, if you cry one tear, it etches into your face, and yeah. you just see the one line, which is horrible for someone who's pretending to be a different coloured skin tone. Oh yes, like me. White, white <laughs> tears. Yeah. Uh, what shade are you using? I'm using O6, which is ginger, which is very Reaching. not dark. Oh. Like, what do you mean? Look at me. I look normal. Yeah, I wear ginger a lot of the time, even though I'm. Probably not ginger. I can wear... I also find that you can wear a lot of shades. I can wear 03 buttercream. I can wear... Probably wear 05 natural. And I can wear 06 ginger. I think it is one of those things that it's so lightweight that it's will kind of blend the skin tone below. Yeah. And like, I'm very fair. So therefore it throws a bit fairer on me. Because your whiteness beams through. Yeah. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, It's got a pretty decent color range as well in terms of undertones. A lot of Bare Minerals foundations are very yellow, whereas there's some yellow and pink tones, and it goes very light and very deep. Mm-hmm. However, it goes very deep. Whether you can get the stock of the deeper shades mm, in every store that you require is a whole other story. But, yeah, good. Great product. Mm. What's your product of the week? Mine's boring this week, but I really feel that this has made a difference. So Summer Friday's Jet Lag Mask... God, I feel like that's been a product fave recently for you. No, I just think that we use it in every flat lay. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was sticking to Ceramidin every morning and every night pretty much for the last like two months because I was just like barrier, repair, barrier, repair, barrier, repair. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about Summer Fridays and barrier repair, I did want to mention that um, Lila Beauty, where I buy my... Ceramidum from Dr. Jar mm. has it back in stock. Yes. Because I tried to buy it. Do you want to hear my horror story? Mm. I tried to buy this from Amazon because I refused to pay the price that Sephora charges in Australia. Also, this is the new packaging. Isn't it lovely? Mm. It's also got like a you know little bit of debossing. Anyway. Um, I tried to buy this from Amazon and... It took so long to arrive at the start of isolation that we contacted Amazon and were like, um, where the frick is my ceramidin? I ceramidin? I ordered it forever ago. And then they were like, oops, lol. Don't know. Here's your money back. And so then I tried to buy it from Lila Beauty and then they didn't have stock of it forever. And so Adrian and I have just become prunes. Oh, he used it too. I was wondering why you were using we. Oh, yeah, we. Now it's in stock. And if you need to buy it, buy it from Lila Beauty. That's my story. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> back to me using Ceramidin and then, oh yeah, my, my face is now dry and has no pores and now I'm just working on healing acne. So I was like, I'm going to use jet lag mask because it's still got ceramides. So just because it hasn't got it in its name, I don't know why I'm like not using this anymore, mm. but it does have some niacinamide. And unlike you, I don't have every single ingredient in my routine mm. containing niacinamide. So... I actually really feel like this has helped to even out my skin tone, Mm. despite it being more of a hydration product. Yeah. Could also be that it's just my scarring lightning anyway, but no, really enjoy. Also, if if it really is helping repair your skin barrier, that also does help even out skin tone as well, because you don't have that like irritation redness that comes through. Yeah. But yeah, my my marks are definitely lightening and my skin is feeling better. Looking great. Loves it. Thank God. 
Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. I'm a non-beauty favorite. Oh, yeah, I've got one too. I've mine's got, mine's deep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Cue Pete Murray for the third time. <laughs> Do you want to hear what mine is? Mine's an episode from The Long and the Short of It, which is a great podcast with Jen Waldman and Pete, someone who's an Australian. Pete Murray. No. Team Murray. <laughs> and they talk about, they use this term, they noodle on things. They noodle on ideas and concepts and theories. And I miss noodle. Uh, oh, noodle, sorry. <laughs> and the episode that I listened to today strategically was about, first I listened to one that was called Get Out of Your Head. And then I listened to an episode that was called um, Thick Skin. And it was about the, the concept. And if anyone's going through a struggle, which I feel like a lot of people are at the moment, like everyone's starting to feel the wrath of ISO and not being as connected to people as we might like to be. Shout out to all my extroverts out there. Um, <laughs> this one's not coping. <laughs> <laughs> this one's not doing well. Uh, and anyway, what they were talking about was that you need grit in order to be resilient Mm -hmm. and the concept was talking about the fact that in every new project or any anything that you embark on there's a a period where there's a dip and you need to determine when you reach that dip whether or not you're going to be committed and overcome it or whether you're going to quit whilst you're ahead and what's required to get you through that dip is grit and Mm. grit is the power of passion and perseverance and in order to to acquire grit or to utilize grit you need to have determination and direction and without determination and direction you cannot persevere and anyway i found that to be a really interesting little noodle interesting i wish that i enjoyed listening to deep things like that because i don't but they seem very enlightening it was enlightening. Mm, you and... seem enlightened. Are you going to quit while you're ahead? <laughs> well, that's what I need to work out. Isn't it? Uh, but yeah, I just found it to be like, I like listening to things like that in lieu of seeing a psychologist or someone that can help me mentally <laughs> to diagnose my own problems. But in reality, I do think that I have a very, a relatively good sense of self and I can, mm. I'm pretty good at diagnosing like what my issues are. And I find it helpful to listen to other people talk about how they might overcome something mm. to see whether I can harness that. In me. Anyway, that was my non-beauty <sighs> favourite of the week. Well. Please, what's yours? Oh, we're very different people. That's alright. That's why people listen to us. Mine's a lasagna recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I've got two. Two lasagna recipes. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why was it called Dave? <laughs> why was it called Dave? That's why I have the babe. I'll get onto it. Um, the lasagna recipe. I was watching New York Times cooking, no surprise here, and a chef that I really like, Samine, she's got a cookbook called Salt, I always get it wrong, Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, I think it's called that, and mm. a show on Netflix called The Same. She cooked a lasagna, and it was a vegetarian lasagna, and it was like spinach ricotta. Delicious. Yeah. She made the pasta from scratch, and the sauce from scratch, and everything from scratch. Mm. I went and bought gluten-free lasagna sheets yeah, and like that's fair. Used onion and garlic infused oil to make a tomato sauce, and then made delicious spinach and ricotta filling. And we had it for dinner the other night. Brenton said this. Hang on, wait. I need to clarify. Was the rec- the filling tomato, spinach, and ricotta? 
Um, it was one layer bechamel, one layer tomato sauce, one layer spinach ricotta filling. Whoa. Repeat. Yeah. I made a gluten-free bechamel, which I haven't done before. It was delicious. The gluten-free sheets were like the Latina ones that you can get from any supermarket, which are great. Mm. Brenton said, I think this might be the best lasagna I've ever eaten. Wow. Big call. Huge call. He is... It's not a very hearty sounding lasagna, like, because there's no, like... Very hearty. But there's no texture in it. The... So like I when did, I make a veggie lasagna, I usually have like a, you know... Lots of roast vegetables and stuff. Yeah. Mm, no, this is why this was good. It was almost like cannelloni vibes. Yeah. Did you use like the Popeye freezer spinach or did you actually buy bags of spinach? I did both. I had some spinach in the freezer and I had a bag of spinach and then I put a bit of basil in too. Hmm. It was just really yummy. Where I was getting, Brenton hates leftovers. Like it's rare that he'll take leftovers for lunch and he will never eat the same meal two nights in a row. What does he eat for lunch every day? Like he just buys lunch or sometimes he does take leftovers or his mum will give him leftovers, but it's like a a meal that they ate and not what we ate. Wow. He took it for lunch yesterday he was then out from work so he didn't eat it then for dinner last night we were both just like i just want to get in bed and so i ate leftover lasagna and was like i'll eat the rest tomorrow he's like i'm gonna eat the leftover lasagna and i was like no you're not because you've already got it for leftovers at work yeah and you're not gonna want to eat it three days in a row and he goes do you know what it's so good i am wow now, harness this moment because mm-hmm. what will happen is you'll want to make the lasagna again next week and he's not going to do it again because <laughs> that's what men do. <sighs> yeah. So I just, I don't know what to say. Enjoy this, Enjoy moment, this moment and cook it again in six months when he wants to do it again. Yeah, that's so true. He said that I should write it to his brother-in-law who is compiling a family recipe book and oh, submit it because wow. that's how good it was. I was like, okay, that's I cooked flattery. it one time and it was not perfect, but I'll cook it 20 times to perfect it. Yeah. So, yeah. What cheese did you put on top? Uh, I did bechamel on top with a tiny bit of parmesan sprinkled. Yum. Yeah. It was Yum. really good. So, I had ricotta, parmesan, and buffalo mozzarella in it. Yeah, it would poop. Just so much but poop. Yum. But it was gluten-free, so I will um, post the original recipe. There's a video on a recipe, and there's many substitutions that you could take. All right. So, who's Dave? Dave is a show. I think we bought it on Google Play. We accidentally bought Standard Definition. Don't buy standard definition. Buy HD. It feels like you're watching a potato when you buy standard <laughs> definition now. Particularly when you watch it on the new iPads because they're very clear. Dave is a show by Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky is a rapper yeah. who, weirdly, I knew who Lil Dicky was before I watched this, which is... No, no. Not... People know who Lil Dicky is, but why? But I don't know who people are, like, who they are. I think you know who Lil Dicky is because Donald Faison and Zach Braff recommended yes! this in there. I could do exactly what yeah. it is. In their Sorry for hitting you. <laughs> I got hit over the head with a ceremony. Um, yeah, so when I listened to that, I was like, ooh, they're saying it's funny, so I'll probably find it funny. And Brenton knows who Lil Dicky is, so I feel like we could watch this together. It is so funny funny oh but i have to buy it yeah but it's really good mm-hmm. it's really good and he has like a fucked up penis and it's kind of centers about the, the oh, fact that he's got like this a penis deformity coming back to me yeah he has to plug it and stuff really funny really witty great i think they're like 24 minute eps or whatever mm-hmm. so put put one on before bed i look forward to it brenton goes i don't want to smash it out i don't want to watch too many because we're wow. enjoying it very good recommend dave 
That's a good recommendation. I'm going to watch that too. Yeah, very good. I needed Donald and Zach to say it and then for you to repeat it to me. For me yes. to really sink in. Take it in. And I need to watch that. Let's finish on Snack of the Week. Please note that I put the lasagna recipe in the non-beauty fave because I acknowledge that it is not a snack. It's a meal. Yeah, of course. Unlike Jaclyn Hill. I mean, sometimes, oh. sometimes to be fair, we put meals in the snack, but... Unlike Jacqueline Hill, who in her YouTube video made macaroni and cheese and then added seven extra layers of cheese and, and then called it a snack. snack. And I'm like, whoa. Lisa and I both commented that with the Jacqueline Hill snack video, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's very interesting insight into American oh my culture. God, American, American's food is so weird. But what we both commented on was the fact that what she called cooking was combining two snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Or like two and stirring or reheating. Yeah, two <laughs> foods in their own right. For instance, uh, ice cream and pretzels, and then crumbling pretzels on top of ice cream and calling that a snack, which in my mind is a meal. First of all, well, ice I mean, it not depends a meal. on a portion yeah. size, but dessert is a meal. Oh, yeah. You eat it as you know yeah. part of a meal. I mean, let's not get too specific on snacks because our snack of the week yeah. we could get annihilated for what we call snacks of the week. It's true. It was anyway. just wild. It was just like here is a really dirty snack. And I'm going to add more junk food yeah. to it and then still call it a snack. <laughs> it was great. But I really want to try those that toasted cinnamon crunch. Like, that looked good. Yeah. I want to fry cereal in butter and eat it. Because <laughs> that's what she did. So fucking ridiculous. Okay, my snack of the week. Literal snack food category. Kupiek? I don't know. German? I Bel- think they're... Belgian? Surely. Belgian. Oh. Belgian chocolate. God, I'm good. With Belgian milk chocolate. Yeah, uh, they're rice cakes with chocolate on them. They're like the table of plenty rice cakes. What makes these so good? They're like the table of plenty rice cakes, but they're one big rice cake instead of many small rice oh, cakes, yeah. which for some reason makes them better. They are an average snack on their own. If you put salty, salty flake, mm. fucking hell, salty flake. Sulky no, flake. flaky salt. There we go. <laughs> I found it. If you put flaky salt on the top of these rice cakes, nine out of ten. Can I look? Can I have a little bit? You can eat because I bought three. One for you, one for me, one for the flat leg. Oh, yeah. One of the complaints that people have about the table, plenty one, is that there isn't quite enough chocolate on top. Ah, oh, ratio of this is good. Mmm. Mm. Chocolate's nice too. Good talk. Yeah. They're delicious. Not a health food. Why do people... Product of Poland. Oh. Why do people eat rice cakes with chocolate on top? Well... I found those because I was in the section of Mm. the health food store looking for chocolate digestives Mm -hmm. because the second it gets cold and I start drinking more than one tea a day, I need a chocolate digestive to dip. And they were above the chocolate digestives and I fell in love. You can get them from any like Govita and They're super yummy. They're really yummy. Add salt. I really do recommend. I just don't know. I'm not the type of person that would ever be like, I really need a chocolate I know because you'd want to save everyone. But no, they're... They're great. My snack of the week is killer pythons. Oh. Do you want me to bring one down for you? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. You don't want the orange. I do. You only want the orange. I'm just going to start there. You're a weirdo. I'm not a sweet person. I can resist the rest of the killer python, which is the kind of willpower when I see people exhibit it towards chocolate or ice cream mm. that I cannot simply understand. I am... Mm. Great I'm, snack. Mm. Not really a sweet person either, but a killer python speaks to me on another level. A red, The red flavouring of Alan's lollies mm. 
A is, red frog is a classic too. Yeah, it's unmatched in my opinion. I also really like the little peaches and cream that come in the party mix. If they were presented in front of me, I couldn't say no, but they're the only lollies that I wouldn't say no to. And that's why Killer Python is my snack of the week. They're on special at Coles this week, so please go out and buy some. They're just not as big as they used to be, are they? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Just simply not length or girth-wise. <laughs> Little dicky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. Anyway, that's my snack of the week. I think that's us. We're done. We're done. Thanks for coming over. You're welcome. I felt I had to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, way to make me feel the pressure of, the pressure of being hopeless. <laughs> She's had a rough week. Uh, we will see you throughout the week on Instagram. If you've got any inspiring thoughts for me, please send them through. Let us know that you're listening. Screenshot. The only one who does it is Morgan Skin Journal. Shout out to you. Shout out to you because you've all the best. And... Yeah, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.